Well, our next guest is the unmistakable frontman of one of the most influential groups of all time, Culture Club. We grew up with him and his voice is as recognisable as his iconic look. Please welcome the one and only Boy George. Hello. Good morning. I was enjoying the local news. I was like, what's going on? (laughs) (laughs) We're just so thrilled you're coming back to Adelaide. We're really excited about this. And we found all this vision back nearly 20 years ago in 84 where you pulled off, I guess, what would have been... 40. Yeah, 40 years ago. Where do you think we are, (laughs) Well, you pulled off the 80s version of breaking the internet because... Our station back here then was called 5AD and we organised a petition to get you here to Adelaide and we pulled it off and 25,000 people came to watch you in Rundlemore. Can you remember that? Very, very vividly. It was so insane. I remember what I was wearing. I didn't wear my hat. I was trying to do a Brooke Shields look, which I'm not sure if it's successful or not. But <laughs> I just remembered just thinking, look at all these people. You know, it was a shame we didn't really get to play in Adelaide properly at that point. But, um, you know, it was just such a beautiful day. And actually, whenever I see photos or clips of that day, I'm like, oh, my God, do you remember that? It was insane, absolutely insane. To be so far away from the UK and have that sort of effect was was amazing. When did you really know that you and Culture Club were big? Like, when did you have that very first moment that you thought, holy hell, this, like, I am a big deal? I know if I ever felt like I'm a big deal. Oh, come on. <laughs> I have to remind myself every morning, you're a big deal, bitch. <laughs> um, no, I think America was the thing. When we went to America, and it was like, oh, America. You know, because somebody had come up to me in the street in London. A manager of Spandau Ballet had said to me, you know they're playing your song on, like, country radio in America. And I was like, they are. So the idea of being known outside of the UK was mind-blowing, and especially Australia, coming all that way. And thinking, oh, God, they've heard of us over here, you know. And it was, uh, it was, you know, it happened quite quick for us as well. It was like one minute we couldn't get signed. Everybody thought it was a joke. Nobody took me seriously. And then suddenly it was like mayhem, you know. So it was, in a way, it was overnight. Like The success was so quick. We were watching watching a lot of videos of you in Rundamore and you had your long hair and you had the makeup on and the way that it was described to us and the way that a lot of people on all the videos we were watching were saying it was just like it was so freeing at the time to see someone like you succeeding and and have the long hair and the makeup. And Do you sort yourself. of yeah, yeah feel like just by being yourself, I mean, does that give you a sense of pride? I think when you're that age, you just don't think about what other people say. You know, you just, you know, I mean, obviously I've come from the punk scene and New Romantic. So actually, to be honest, Culture Club was toned down. (laughs) I posted something something yesterday on my Instagram actually about that because I was saying, oh, before I did, you know, Kissing to Be Clever and they did that photo shoot, I was a a full-on goth. And they kind of cleaned me up a bit, made me a bit healthy looking. <laughs> and so what I was doing, you know, in Culture Club was actually kind of less, in a way, less outrageous than I'd actually been. Because I think everybody thought, you'll never get anywhere looking like that. <sighs> but, you know, as I say, it was it was just one of those mad things that, you know, I just went with it. And I was like, okay, this is good. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. I mean, look at some of the amazing stats, right? Colour by Numbers sold 4 million copies in the US alone. You're the first band since the Beatles to have three songs from your debut album in the top 10 on Billboard's Hot 100. Over 100 million singles sold. But, Boy George, do you want to know what comes up first when you put into Google predictions, Boy George? Go on, tell me. It says, 
Why does Boy George wear a hat? <laughs> That's what everyone wants to know. Well, I've got, I've actually got hair. People are really shocked when I take my hat off. And they go, oh, you've got hair. I'm like, yeah, I've got hair. People don't understand. Like, they think you're wearing a hat to hide. You know? <laughs> I think, just love a hat. You know, I think a hat just makes a statement. And I think there are hat people and people that just can't stand hats. Well, you know them. You know Hey, so how many do you have? Like, what does it look like when you walk yes. into your bedroom? Let's like, do you hats. just have an entire room full of them right next to an entire room full of all your incredible no, awards? The hats of the road room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love the hat it. The hats, have a, the hats have a colossal ego. They have to have their own room. <laughs> so, yeah, they're everywhere, really. I mean, you can just bump into them all over the place, you know, the kitchen drawers. Cupboards, you know, everywhere. <laughs> so, Voyagers, when you come to us here in Adelaide and we're all sitting there waiting with bated breath for you to explode onto the stage with the rest of the band in Culture Club, you're standing offside of stage. What is going to be going through your mind before you walk out in front of the Adelaide audience? Always tell myself to be connected. I always like, I tell myself it's going to be an amazing show. I always do that. I always say tonight's going to be amazing. I know it's going to be beautiful. And when you walk on with that kind of attitude, because I never used to. If I was in a bad mood, I took it on stage and everybody got it. (laughs) (laughs) But these days I don't really get like that. So I'm always kind of like, this is going to be great. And, you know, it's going to be the best show ever. You always want the next show to be better than the last one. Yes. But it's about like looking at the audience, connecting with them, you know, involving them in the show. I mean, I talk a lot on stage. I definitely talk a lot. And um, I like that. And I like to make jokes to make people laugh. I probably say inappropriate things all the time. No. I probably get cancelled in Australia. <laughs> we love that. <laughs> well, I think it's one of the best things you can do. No one wants to go and see a band and know that they could have sat at home and put their CD or just streamed exactly. it. You know, we're there to see you, the great performer. Oh, no, also, and I think for me now, because I love telling stories and I like telling the audience what I've learned. You know, I'm like, guess what, you know? I didn't realise I didn't have to be so difficult. (laughs) Uh, Well, I tell you what, Boy George, we cannot wait to see you here. It is the Culture Club's greatest hits tour. It's going to be playing the Adelaide NSEP Monday, 11th of September. Tickets on sale tomorrow at 10am through Ticket Tech. Boy George, you and your hats, you hurry up and get down here. Cannot wait. I'm coming, I'm coming, like a chameleon. (laughs) (laughs) Stop it.